Nikki Tapper on BBC WM. Yes, we're back with me here with The Late Show. We're here till one o'clock. A minute for you at 11 o'clock, we'll be doing loose talk. But before that, light at the end of the tunnel for near-death experience research. We're looking at those type of experience that many people may have gone through and not realised what's happened to them. And um, we're going to speak now to Mark Pritchard, who's been exploring the answers as to what's happening here for the last 15 years. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hello, Nikki. Good evening to you. Good evening. Now, um, give us some, some background then into to this research, because it's a very fascinating topic, near-death experiences. How did it all start for you? Well, for me, it really uh, comes out of research into out-body experiences, um, which you can obviously have while you're alive. Um, and then that takes me into dreams. Oh. Uh, so out-of-body experiences uh, include near-death experiences. Oh. So people who have near-death experience have a kind of out-of-body experience. So that's really the link that, that's uh, taken me into this. Because uh, you, you've got here, I mean, I, this is totally new to me. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've heard of people having them. Um, but obviously from a scientific standpoint, you've got something here, REM intrusion, rapid eye movement. All right. Uh, when people dream, when we dream, we have a lot of activity in our eyes. You know, they move rapidly. And uh, scientists um, say that it's at those periods that we dream. Now, they're also saying that you're getting this kind of activity in a near-death experience. But that's not the case because in a near-death experience, but true near-death experience, someone actually dies. So there's no brain activity, no REM intrusion, no um, hormones or, or chemicals or any kind moving about in the body because the body's completely dead. And it's in that period when there's no activity in the body that this out-of-body experience occurs where people have near-death experiences. Wow. Fascinating. Uh, and what are you, when people are having these out-of-body experiences, like you said, the, the bodies uh, would be deemed to be dead, so there should be no activity um, going on. But have, has anybody ever managed to explain what they've sensed when they've been at in, in this dreamlike state or sleep state? Yes, there's lots of descriptions of uh, what people have experienced. Uh, most see or experience coming out of the body, they see the room that they're in. Some go to uh, tranquil landscapes and some go in, and into this famous tunnel with the light at the end usually. Uh, most describe it as a pleasant experience, although some uh, some don't, but they, they pretty much all say that it's a clear, real experience that's happened to them. And that's during the time when the body was apparently uh, dead, inactive. So you can't really say that there's a scientific explanation for this because science really doesn't accept that consciousness exists outside of the body. So then we've got a bit of a dilemma. Mm, yes, very you know, much so. Which is why you can can look into these without body experiences, but you're a bit stuck with science. <laughs> so there's a lot of scientists now who are, who are trying to look for alternative explanations. And uh, they, they're meeting in conferences, such as one that's just taking place in Toulouse, 
uh, they, they're trying to find alternative ways of looking into this because like the current way of thinking brings us to a dead end. <laughs> I like that one, dead end. Dead end. <laughs> <laughs> now you have written a book, um, A Course in Astral Travel and Dreams, and, and you're again, you, you know, you've done what you've done here for us briefly, explaining that connection between our experiences of, of sleep and death. Yes. Um, well, dreams dreams are very interesting. You know, we go to sleep and we just dream all sorts of virtually anything. But there are occasional dreams which are different, like you can have premonitions, for example. Uh, you get insight to dreams. And they, they begin to to sort of bring up questions as to what's actually happening when we are dreaming. Again, through out-of-body experiences or through techniques, you can actually become aware that you're dreaming and realize where you are and be in the same place that you would be if you had an out-of-body experience or a near-death experience. And for, for many people who, who actually do go through that, it's quite a alarming uh, realisation and what's actually happening when we go to sleep. Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, and, and I have to say, you're making me now think more about what's going to happen when I go to sleep tonight. Yeah. I think I'm going to be lying there going, no, no, I don't want to sleep because I may not, I want to see what I'm going to do. And I know that I've had, I've had, you know, experiences, and I'm sure we all have, where um, um, they, they, they can kind of wake you up with a start and just make you think about, right, the behaviour I was showing to that person, you know, especially if it's a, in that kind of argument setting, you, know, you might have had an argument earlier on in the day, yeah. and then it becomes part of your dream world, or you have something that happens that you wake up and think, oh, right, I need to not handle that. I mean, do you have people say to you as well, when you've done some of this research, that when they have had these dreams, they've come back and said, I'm going to handle my relationship with that person a bit differently, I'm not going to take... Um, I've decided that I'm not going to walk to work today. I'm actually going to take the bus because something's been said to them or happened in their dream. Oh, yes. There's a lot of um, premonitions and dreams which uh, take place that uh, show us things about ourselves. And dreams are a really great way of, of uh, learning uh, about our emotions, our attitudes, things like that. You know, they're not simply... Uh, ways of, of the brain going through different events in a very mechanical and cold uh, way. Mm. We can get a lot of insight by looking at dreams, even even just by seeing the, the different ways that we're reacting towards somebody in a dream, for example. We're negative towards them. We can see then we've got a negative attitude towards that person. Everyday life happens to notice it. And maybe it was just there underlining us conscious look in the dream and we catch it in that dream say okay I've got a bit of an attitude towards that person yeah correct because it can bring problems whatever I don't well it's been very fascinating talking to you and I do appreciate you taking time to do this this evening um, you're you're here in the UK we, we, is, is the UK originally home for you Yes, Wales is a oh, I, I detected a little bit of a Welsh. I won't try. I see I'm terrible. I always end up going into one. I won't do it. Um, so Wales is home for you, but you've obviously been in and around the, the internationally with your research. 
and then finding out more about this. With your book, are you um, going around um, doing talks on this? Are you doing anything here in the West Midlands that probably somebody could come and meet you or, or hear you talk about this in more depth? Yes, uh, I'll be here in the UK now for about six weeks. And so in that time, I could give uh, a talk in, in the West Midlands. Um, I'll be going from here to Canada and then uh, to America. Well, um, Mark, thank you ever so much. I do appreciate you spending time this evening talking to us. Um, the writer of the book, I Caught in Astral Travel and Dreams. And you've heard him they say that he's here in the UK um, over the next six weeks or so, launching his book and, and sharing more about this. If you've got um, a, a group or you or you would like to hear more about it, I mean, he's, you're willing, looks as though you're saying there, Mark, to travel and uh, possibly might come to the Midlands and share more on this. Yes, I, I may be uh, giving a talk in London. Yeah. Ah. Um, and possibly the Midlands. All oh, right, well, look, the, the, but I appreciate you spending some time with us this evening, Mark. Have a, a lovely time here in the UK and uh, enjoy touring the UK and, and your, your talk in London in particular regarding um, the, uh, the dreams and astral travel and dreams and near-death experiences. Much appreciated. Thanks, Nikki. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.